Coming live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. It is time for the professional contributors, and we'll get everybody in here in just a moment. I want to welcome in my co-host, Tim Moore. Tim Moore, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Princess. How are you? I'm doing really good. Thank you for being on. We also have Doc on. Doc, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you doing tonight, Princess? I'm really good, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Doc Riley, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Princess, uh, you you didn't have to call me out. When the Mountaineer talked, I was just listening. (laughs) (laughs) We we even have to start a show after the Super Bowl and say Mountaineer. (laughs) That's where we are, America. That's where we are. Welcome in long, tall, light-skinned brother. How are you, Larry Tisdale? (laughs) I am good, Sam. How is everybody? Doing well, Doing really good. Listen, really there's good. something there's something in the water in West Virginia because they run thick down there. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, you yell for I'm one, they you, all they all so loyal to each other. I mean, yes, they are. you know, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know, I didn't even know that. Uh, what is it? Uh, not Tommy, but what's the other brother? I didn't even know he played in West Virginia. Oh, no, Terry. come on, uh, Terry. Terry Bowden. Yeah, a running back at West Virginia. Um, I'm a little bit behind for sure. All right, Duck and Tim. The whole prison. Don't don't push it. All right. We know Terry went to WU. All right. All right. Oh, man, that's terrible. I'm going to start off with Doc. Doc, what's your open mic for us tonight? You know, Doug, this this might be a hot take, but uh, I'm seeming to think that Steve Spagnolo might need to be considered in the kind of maybe same class as Belichick. You know, last couple of years his defense has been kind of stellar. And of course, he famously held down the uh, undefeated 2000 Patriots to 14. So, this need to get a little props. Okay, well, Doc, you by you saying that you just got him a job next year. Okay. <laughs> 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 we, we got Carlos Hold on, on. Duck. Let me, yeah, let me welcome in Carlos. Carlos, welcome to the show, sir. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, Doc. Hello. All right, Carlos, talk to us. Open mic. What you got for us? Well, I'm kind of. You let me know if this is the time or not the time. But I'm thinking about this year, and I'm thinking about. My biggest issue with the league is kind of how the refs control the narrative of the games. I think that's a big problem. I was glad to see in yesterday's Super Bowl that that wasn't an issue. It seemed to be pretty cleanly played, but they let let guys play. Um, It wasn't like touchy-touch on pass interference, but it wasn't blatant pass interference where, you know, you said, why didn't they call that? So other than a couple holding penalties, I think it was pretty good. But I think 
My biggest issue this year has been the refs and controlling the narrative and how they need to be out of the game and turn the play game back over to the players. Okay. All right. Uh, do we have Will on, Princess? I'm sorry. No. I was on mute. No, we don't. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, Tim, open mic. Well, I'm, uh, you know, just really um, uh, thrilled about the game yesterday. I thought that was, uh, you know, a great representation for the league. Uh, I know Princess is tired of seeing um, uh, Taylor Swift, but I thought they (laughs) they put on a tremendous – uh, tremendous uh, show yesterday, and uh, I just like to mention the halftime show. I thought, you know, I heard a lot of negative uh, comments about um, my man Usher's show, but I thought it was a pretty good show, quite honestly. Um, it's not on the caliber of Prince or or Janet Jackson, in my opinion, but uh, but it was a good one. And so, um, you know, I, I was I was pretty happy with the the way the NFL presented itself yesterday. I'm like Carlos. I thought the the game was pretty clean. I thought it was a really good Super Bowl. Okay, uh, Francis, is it true that before you do your open <laughs> mic that uh, you were calling the Ram because Usher took off his shirt? I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> Ducky took off his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and she talks about me Alicia and Keys. Damn yeah, Alicia Keys was pretty, but us uh, took off his shirt. By the way, I looked it up. He's forty-five. So okay. Um, um, the suites at Allegiant Stadium yesterday cost one point eight million apiece. So if you were in a suite for the Super Bowl, somebody paid the one point eight million. Um, I was happy to see Taylor Swift got back in t- from Tokyo in time to be there so they could pan two or 20 times in the show. Um, <laughs> Jermaine Dupree had on Barbie doll socks. I used to wear those at Easter time when I was six and seven and eight years old. Oh, wow. I wonder how they make them so big now. <laughs> uh, no, and, they didn't make them big, Princess. They ain't have to make them big. He's small. He's small. He don't do Barbie socks. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! That that was that was something to be said. And then um, congratulations to Deshaun Foster for being the head coach at UCLA. Um, my brother, yeah. congratulations on that head coaching position. And again, Usher took off his shirt. That's it, though. Okay. <laughs> Before I do your yeah, open gotta, mic, uh, don't you think? Don't you think Usher uh, kind of? Touch uh, Alicia Keys a little bit too much on. Uh... <laughs> All right, I'm, a, I'm asking for it, a friend. It wasn't, it, it, it wasn't a Timberlake, uh, Janet Jackson touch. Thank God. No, well, that's true. <laughs> so, here's a quick. Right before I get to it, I have a, a follow up, a, a question for Princess or everybody here. <clears throat> you know, the, the Kelsey's Kelsey's mom did not get a suite. She was going to sit in the regular seat. Now, do you think that the league jumped in there and put them together, you know, to make it look good, or did you know somehow or another she ended up there? Because I know she had she was buying regular seats. Well, no, Travis wow. Kelsey paid for the the suite okay. last night for for okay. mom and dad Kelsey and mom and dad Swift 
and Brother Swift was there. So yeah. Yeah, so, and, really. And look, that yeah. sounds fishy to me. <laughs> because he let it, he was going to let his brother sit in the regular seats, and then all of a sudden, he he, he sprung for that one point eight million. So maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Um, I want to stick with uh, for my open mic. I want to stick with Travis um, in the brotherly shove. I didn't know what people thought of that. And <laughs> who else? Who the hell else could have got away with that? I think I saw on um, Twitter Antonio Brown said I'd have been out the league for that one. So they call it a they call it a motion when it's the America's new team, and if you if if you're not right, you out. Well, well, Travis Kelsey invented the temp fade, and he's also allowed to push his coach. Yes. So it's okay. My goodness. Well, he didn't say he was he was pushing. He was going over there to grab him. Because he said he thought he was staggering, like, you know, he was getting ready to pass out, Princess. My yeah, goodness. yeah. He said he went over there to tell him he loved him. He was mad, though. You know, one catch for two yards in the first half, I think they yeah. made up for it in the second half. Well, that's because he said he was trying to tell Coach, you know, Coach Reed that uh, she came all the way from Tokyo. I, I'm not getting any balls thrown it. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Duck, what were you doing during the Super Bowl? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So it, uh, uh, okay. Uh, Larry, let's, let's, let's go with the Super Bowl thoughts. What was your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Wow. You know, we talked about it. I thought this was a, a really good matchup. Um, and, and roster for roster, uh, San Fran might even have had the better roster. Um but the difference was, and it didn't show to the second half when I, I think they started to figure out what was happening defensively. And Kelsey and that offense got clicking. Um, and the difference was what we kind of, you know, many of us thought. Uh, Mahomes was the difference maker. You know, you go all the way down to the end, all the way to the to, to the uh, overtime. And at no point, even when it was third down and fourth down, did you think that they weren't going to make it. So it kind of felt Brady-ish. Um, so, a lot of belief in that team, a lot of belief in Mahomes. Um, somewhat, uh, I have some real questions regarding the overtime rules and Sam Fran not having an idea really of the overtime rules, which probably which, which could very well have impacted the outcome of the game uh, with that coin toss. I think Romo even mentioned it, and then there were players, there's actually a fullback saying he was unaware of it, so... Um, it, it, obviously, it, if, if they don't go to overtime, nobody knows about it. They went to overtime, and it could have cost them. But a uh, well-played game, a very well-played game, no ticky-tacks or anything like that. Uh, both teams really, really, really hit their stride in the second half. So um, Mahomes is a difference. Okay. Uh, Doc, I want to come to you. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that, that meme, uh until you do right by me, San Francisco. <laughs> I, have, I have seen that. With, yeah. Ka- with Ka- Is that with Kaepernick reaching out to him? Like Kaepernick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that's that's money. Oh, that's right. um, your, your thoughts? Your thoughts on the Super Bowl? You know, Doc. I mean, I think it was kind of a confirmation that um, you know Patrick Holmes is great, and um, you know seemingly can you know, turn it on at any time. Um, but I think, you know, this game was 
it was, you know, kind of a, a game of San Francisco mistakes. I mean, they, they missed that PAT. I mean, they had the fumble earlier, even though it didn't matter. They had the punt, obviously, that led to um, to uh, Kansas City's touchdown, which when they were kind of struggling a little bit. And um, and kind of unlike the uh, the Chiefs defense, they, I think San Francisco's defense had some breakdowns. They played well in the first half. I know Bosa was kind of getting after them, but um, – you know, they were kind of dominating the stats, but on the scoreboard in the first half, you know, they were up, they weren't even up by any more than 10, and I, I, that didn't seem like that was going to be enough. Um, you know, I think, I think Purdy played pretty well. I mean, I think he played well enough to win the game, obviously. Um, but I think I had to put some of the loss, you know, Shanahan. Um, you know, he, I don't think he gave CMC the ball enough because he was having a good game. Um, but, you know, it's kind of one of those things, too, where the stars shine. I mean, you know, Kelsey had more catches and yards than you know, IU, Kittles, and D-ball together. And, you know, you can't, you can't really win that way. Um, and then, you know, they obviously a couple of plays, they didn't block Chris Jones, so that was an issue. But, but you know, I mean, Andy Reid and, and Mahomes, they, they were ready for other things. I think Wilkes had a good, good game plan, but um, when they came to the end, I think that they were ready for him and, um, you know, San Francisco didn't make the plays they needed to, and, and Kansas City did. Okay. Uh, Princess, your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Duck and everybody, I thought that the first half was dominated by the 49ers. I thought they really looked like they had the defensive um, answer for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, but at 10-3 at halftime, you knew that was not enough, uh, that the 49ers needed to be up more than that. I thought the muff punt was a was a game changer, and it, it changed the momentum in the game. And the fact yeah. that they, you know, um, um, missed that extra point, I thought that was a, um, the difference in the game too. But on the last drive, you know, um, in overtime, you know, Mahomes and Chiefs got the ball. It was six minutes, seven minutes, and some change. And Mahomes was eight for eight on that touchdown drive. Eight for eight and stole a couple of first downs with his feet. Um, and he, he looked really good, uh, for sure. Um, I had a question about the overtime because it was for maybe six seconds left before he threw that touchdown pass. But in, but no one seemed to be rushing. If it had gone over that six seconds, would, would we have rolled into the second overtime because they still possessed the ball? That's the part I did not understand about the overtime. Does anyone know, know that? That was my understanding. Yeah, they just already had started possession. Five-yard line or whatever it was. Say that again. They would have changed ends of the field and gave them the ball on the five-yard line or wherever it was that they had it. Okay. Since they, since they started the possession in the first overtime. Exactly. So it would have been the, like the start of the second overtime. Exactly. But they still would have gotten the ball where they had it, um, but they would have just changed ends of the field. So that's right. why they weren't rushing, because they didn't seem to be in a hurry with six seconds to go. Um, so they knew that – I didn't know that part. The 49ers obviously didn't know a whole lot of this, but I didn't know that part. Okay. Tim, your thoughts? Uh, quite a few things. Uh, I thought um, 
the the 49ers, I'm like Princess, I thought they uh, were very dominant in the first half, but um, I think uh, Doc may have said it that they didn't they didn't score um, what they needed to score with the kind of momentum that they had that first half, and um, that was a problem because the second half uh, I felt like Kansas City controlled the action of the game. Um, I thought they were out coached too. I thought, uh, you know, the whole idea that, that uh, this overtime thing was surprising to their team, uh, to me, is a, a matter of coaching. Um, the, the the fact that Kansas City would run the same play they ran at the end of the game last year in the overtime, I mean, in the, uh, uh, the, the final seconds of the game against Philadelphia, run the exact same play that they ran against uh, San Francisco, and they weren't ready for it. Um, did they watch film? Uh, I mean, I just think they they were just thoroughly outcoached. Um, uh, Spagnola came out with a different game plan the second half for for defensive pressure, and I think it disrupted the um, the, the San Francisco offense tremendously. Uh, although Juwan Jennings played a tremendous game, uh, Bosa I thought was was pretty effective all game long. Um, I thought, uh, you know, the, the Kansas City defensive line uh, really controlled the line of scrimmage the second half. Uh, Kansas City's corners are really, really good. Uh, and and uh, that was one of the things that, that caught me. But I'm like Princess, the, the muff punt was a big game changer. Uh, the blocked kick, of course, a uh, big, big uh, uh, game changer. And that, uh, that Kansas City corner blitz with two uh, minutes left in the game. Uh, just uh, really sort of sealed things. Uh, Harrison but- Butcher mm-hmm. is money, just automatic. Uh, and then Kelsey and um, and, and Mahomes. <laughs> uh, I learned my lesson against Baltimore. I thought Baltimore, and I, and I heard Chris Jones say after the game, he still thinks Baltimore was the best team in the in the uh, in the league this year. Um, wow. uh, so I was stunned that they beat Baltimore. But after that game, I, I'm thinking. I'm not betting against Mahomes. And uh, after yesterday, that was that guy's. He's he's tremendous. Is Duck on mute? Yeah, I, yeah, I got you. You know, the baby was crying. But anyway, uh, Spagnola, uh, Carlos, <laughs> coming to you. Spagnola was. Uh, do you think he was a little bit vanilla in the first half and then he came out with a, a different game plan because he wanted to make sure the 49ers couldn't adjust? Well, I think that had a lot to do with it. I think he wanted to see what they could do and see how Purdy was adjusting to them. And then I think, as you said, he wanted to then bring pressure. Um, I thought Chris Jones had a tremendous game because it was – Three three shots that he took on Purdy where he had the receiver open, but because he came in so quick, he had to adjust. So mm-hmm. um, I think that was big. I think when asked about the game leading up to it during the week, I told people that the 49ers, it, I thought this was going to be a good game, a good matchup. I said, but the 49ers win if they get ahead 17 going away. If it's a close game, it's going to be Mahomes at the end. And I think he's just that good. He just makes those plays, be it ugly, be it right hand, be it left hand, 
run, skip, whatever he needs to do, he's just going to make a play that's a winning play. And I think Tim pointed out that this game looked identical to last year's Super Bowl with even the same plays with the Eagles. The only difference was the BS pass interference call was not called, which would have allowed (laughs) the Eagles to get the ball with two minutes and 15 seconds or so. And they would never stopped them all, bitter, all game. They hadn't stopped them. And they would have been able to go down because I, I, I truly believe, given the ball again, Jalen was taking them down to score. And I think the league thought the same thing. They said, don't even let them get a shot. We need this clock to run down. Let them kick this field goal and move on. But not trying to sound like sour grapes, I thought Kansas City completely outcoached. Uh, Shanahan and the 49ers. I don't know how you go into overtime and don't want the ball last. I mean, you got to think whatever they do, let's counter it. Whatever they do, defense, let's go stop them. Let's double Kelsey. Let's take him out. Let's let's, uh, spy Mahomes and let's win that. Let somebody else beat it. And then you go down, and if you got to score a touchdown, you go every every down and distance. We we're going four plays because that's what we need to win the Super Bowl. So, I think that was poor judgment, and I also don't see how they didn't know that uh, with the plays that were being run. I thought that last little little waggle play when the when the receiver came in and your attention immediately goes to the tight end and he just doubles back. Game over. Already, because the corner had stepped inside, and all it took was two steps outside, game over, touchdown. So um, I, I enjoyed the chess match of, which some people called boring, of the defenses um, because the refs weren't nitpicking. I think the defenses felt like we could cut loose, which I think we saw more of that, and I was glad to see. Um, in the game, so I, I still enjoyed the game, but um, the rest let the outcome be the outcome, and the better players just prevailed. That's the way it looked like to me. Okay, I want I want to stay with you, Carlos, but I want to add this into uh, our questions because I want to know what was the best commercial that money could buy last night. Which one? Wow. Which one was your favorite? Um, I can't even remember what it was because I kept laughing. Oh man, I can't. <laughs> I can't even remember it. But I, they showed it like three times. Um, oh, you gonna have to skip me, Doug. I can't remember. It I, was... I, 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 I'll come. I'll come back to you. I, I know yeah. Princess knows besides us you're taking the shit off. But what what was yours, Princess? <laughs> um, it was the Dunkin' Donuts one for sure. With with J Lo and Aflac and, and Tom Brady and at the end, you know, um she she's saying, Tom, you can stay but I thought that one was uh, Matt Damon was in that one too. I mean, and I'm not a Dunkin' Donuts fan at all. I think their business model stinks, mm-hmm. but um I thought they really brought it with that commercial last night. Okay. Uh, Doc, what about you, Doc? 
Yeah, unfortunately, I think I mean not unfortunate, but I have to agree with Princess. I, I thought that the uh, the commercials that something to be desired. Um, there there wasn't a whole lot of them that um, were memorable, but uh, definitely the Dunkin' Donuts one was. Okay, all right, Tim. What about you, Tim? Yeah, Doug. I have to I have to admit I kept walking out of the room at every break. Uh, going, to, <laughs> going to get something to eat, so I really didn't notice uh, a whole lot of the commercials last night. So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of out of fish out of water on that one. It was not okay, money. I got something for you. I got something up. All right, go ahead. What you got, Carlos? All right, so um, I enjoyed Beyonce's commercials also. Seeing her, um, which is always enjoyable to me. So. I enjoyed that part of it. <laughs> I'm just throwing that in. I did enjoy that part. Uh, it, 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 is this Carlos or Tim? Which, who again? <laughs> Beyonce in space, Beyonce on the stage, Beyonce uh, whatever. Uh, He's fine whenever we get to see him. <laughs> Literally. Uh, all right, Larry, what about you, Larry? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I actually like the uh, BMW Christopher Walken, where everybody was imitating. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that uh, seeing everybody's opinion uh, 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 of his. And then at the very end, uh, with Usher being there and he's saying, "Hey, you got somewhere to go," uh, I, I kind of enjoyed that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm coming back to you, Pop. I'm coming back to you, Larry, because I want to okay. talk about the college players in the draft. On or off. I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. Good man. Good. <laughs> uh, about the players that's coming up in the draft, and which which player in the draft you think would fit with a team, and why? Oh man, teams, teams are tough. I, but I, I got some players that I really like. Uh, some of them from small schools. I know. Um, uh, earlier in the year, where we watched, I'm trying to think, the, uh, maybe one of the SEC games, um, that the running back, uh, Cody Schrader, out of Mizzou. Um, I think he fits as a running back coming out the backfield. He's a tough little kid. He's uh, good. He fits. Where, where, yeah, fits what, what team does he fit with, Larry? What team does he fit uh, well, with? Well, the Eagles, well, the Eagles will need somebody. Um, <laughs> the Eagles will need somebody. Swiss, they say Swiss, Swiss on his way out, so. You know he's going to need somebody. Um, I don't know who the Cowboys got, but he he absolutely fits there. Um, and then uh, at linebacker, um, I'd like to see Trotter come back home, um, step into where his father. Uh, the Eagles are a little uh, short on 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 linebackers. Eagles look really good with him there. Little undersized, great instincts, knows the game really well, uh, and and will thump you. Uh, so those are those are just two of mine. And and again, if we need corners. I'll go to Quentin uh, Quentin Mitchell, out of Toledo. Eagles need him too. Um, I'm not sure if Swayer is to be here. We need secondary help. So all three of those players would absolutely help the Eagles uh, roster. Okay, how about you, Carlos? Who are you putting with? Who are you putting with what team? Well. You know, uh, Chicago, correct me if I'm wrong, do they have the first and the fourth? I, th- no, I, I think they had the first fourth. and the fourth pair. 
first and ninth. Okay, it would be something else. Ninth or something. Like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm a. I'm a Justin Fields fan. I think. Yeah. Uh, given the right offense coordinator, he can do just what he needs to do. He can run. He can run with the ball. He can throw every throw. Uh, I think, given the right direction, he should stay there. I'm not a big Caleb Williams fan, even though I think he has great ability. But when you want ownership before you've even put on the uniform, uh, I would have a problem drafting him. I think it's a better fit with Marvin Harrison going there to give Justin Fields another target, another Philly boy on the other side of D.J. Moore, the other Philly boy, and then Chicago can start putting together that offensive line, possibly with a pick like Joe Alt out of Notre Dame, the offensive tackle. So I'm going with Marvin Harrison first to Chicago. Okay. What's your thoughts, Tim? Well, you know, I, I think um, I think Jared Verse from Florida State is going to be a really good pro, um, just for somebody uh, that needs that needs defense. Um, for my Jets, I think we need the offensive line help, obviously, and uh, if either um, Adonze or uh, Neighbors from LSU is available, I think they ought to go get them. Or Coleman from Florida State. Uh, they ought to try to get them. I doubt if those guys will be available when the when the Jets pick, but uh, I would like to see them do that. Um, Carlos mentioned uh, Joe Alt from Notre Dame uh, on the offensive line. Fuaga from uh, Oregon State on the offensive line. Jets really need some help on that offensive line. Um, so that that's that's kind of what I'm thinking there. But I I I I, I think Jared Verse is going to be a, an impact player immediately, and I think the worthy kid from um, from uh, Texas as well. Uh, it's going to be a good pro. The whiteout. Okay. Doc. Yeah, I, I agree on verse. I was trying to think about what team would um, he be a good fit for. Um, but I, I think, um, I think, um, you know, Brock Bowers, I think uh, he would be a, a good fit for uh, the Chargers. I know that, um, you know, tight end play is, is, is obviously with Kelsey and Kittle. That's across the board. You know, teams need uh, tight ends, and with uh, Har- Harbaugh going there, uh, I know he likes to utilize tight ends and running the ball. So, I think he would be a good fit fit there. Okay. All right, Princess. What's the Cowboys need, Princess? <laughs> Yeah, Doug, everybody being so, being so sensible in, in naming teams. You know, I want all these players with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, who cares about anybody else? Marvin Harrison, they should move up and get him. You know, I, you know, Doc was so like, oh, yeah, Brock Bowers would do well at the Chargers. Send him to the Cowboys. Who cares about the Chargers? Um, Brooks running back for – Texas. I've been been high on him, um, and I know he had an injury, in, injury, but I'd like to see the Cowboys get some some running back help. And I, I know they're not going to get Harrison, but I think they also need line help too. Um, so, gosh, I think it was I think it's neighbors, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I'd like to see that, but um, I, I'm not picking any other team. I could care less who they get. Okay, wow. I, I want to. Your questions because, oh, uh, you by know, the way, 
I do want to say, I'm, I'm, I know that Hardman, who caught the touchdown for the Kansas City Chiefs, I know he's glad he's still not on the Jets. I know it had to be. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a change in a year. Okay. Hey, hey you, know, you know what, Doc? And I'm, I'm being completely serious here. I think the, the Jets need a quarterback, too, because I don't, I don't really – I don't think you can you can bet your future on um, uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, the jet from Green Bay. I mean, he's four years old. Did you say what's his name? <laughs> he yeah. sure did. Aaron Rodgers at thirty-something well, 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 years old with that Achilles injury, deciding whether he's coming back. You're right, Tim. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, for a future, you know. Well, what are they going to do with the yeah. guy they drafted two years ago? <laughs> they, they, they just, they've missed on a lot of people, Carlos. <laughs> they're probably doing like they did Trey Lance with the Forty ers Yeah, they need to let, they need to show yeah. him the door. Yeah, and, and let's stay uh-huh. with that topic. We we know the guys that who we know the teams that need quarterbacks. So. Who you think will be in the running for Caleb Williams? Or if Caleb Williams goes to the Bears, where would Justin Fields fit? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of Pittsburgh. Yeah, boy, it changes that team around immediately. Um, when was the last time See, I don't think they're going to give up on Pickett yet. I don't think they're going to give up on him yet. Exactly. Oh, so. oh, I think they should. I think if there was a possibility for that for a trade like that, I think that's an automatic. Yeah, I think those two are, you know, and Pickett had an opportunity. It just doesn't, it didn't look like he had it. Um, I think if we move, yeah, most of us know are, are pretty good football minds, but think about it. when the last time Pittsburgh has reached out and really traded for a quarterback like that of that magnitude. They usually yeah. kind of hang tight in a draft. Uh, yeah. And so yeah, you just like that guy go after him. I don't think you're correct. You don't say it again now? I don't think that – I don't think that it's the after him. Okay. I, I think – No, no, I, I understand the reason, but – I, I just don't see them doing that. And maybe, and I, and I could be wrong. How about you guys? Anybody else think they would no, go I think, I think you're right, Duck. Um, Pittsburgh has a, has a history of building from the draft, uh, particularly at that position. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, you're probably right. I think he'd be a great addition, but, I, but you're probably right. They probably wouldn't trade for him. See, the top of this draft thing with, with – you know, with Caleb Williams and Drake May and Jalen Daniels, I mean, I don't know if they fit with, with the teams at the top of the draft. I mean, if you look at if you look at Chicago, you look at uh, North Carolina. So if uh, you look at if if Carolina took traded their pick, right? When are they drafting? That's a if great they, question. If they, if they traded their pick that, with Chicago and they took the first, would they then take Caleb Williams after they just got Bryce Young? I'm thinking no. 
No. So, I mean, this whole, when you look at the way the draft or, or the, who they, pers- the prospective top picks, I don't know if they fit with teams. I mean, I think the whole my Marvin Harrison scenario makes more sense in with Chicago. I mean, yeah. I don't see you need – he needs offensive weapons. It's not he's shown he can't throw the ball. He can run the ball. Justin Fields, he can do all that stuff. And he's and he's bigger and stronger than than, than Caleb Williams. So I don't know if I would like to go to the bank with him. And like, yeah, what you're saying is correct, Carlos, too. But, you know, also you, you hear Chicago saying that they, they, they think they could get Caleb Williams for cheaper. Not mm-hmm. when he wants ownership of the team. Right, yeah. <laughs> How is that going to be cheaper? I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure not that's going to be First of all, we know he's not going to get that. Go ahead, I'm sorry, Kim. Yeah, right, right. Now I'm just saying, they don't have to pay, also, pay, you pay have uh, to... Justin yet, do they? Now, I do they have to work think that the, the Bears are feeling a lot of calls, right? Bears are, yeah. are definitely getting... Yeah fielding a lot of calls about, you know, trades or, um, you know, draft picks or, or Justin Fields. Um, and most have said if, if I'm Chicago, I'm not fielding any calls from the commanders, am I? No, because they feel that Cliff Queensberry is the, the answer to, you know, wooing Caleb um, away. And, and, and I think his whole position, Caleb's whole position, is pretty arrogant. Um, to say the least, I, and I don't know if he had the the year to require that arrogance. He didn't play well last year, but you know, but and I'm Chris not supporting conclusion that he's going to be drafted number one. Yes, sir. Now, yeah, just think about it, Princess. Same thing with Peyton Manning and all of them, and Eli and them. They 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 said they weren't going to a team. So I I feel like why can't he say that he's not going to a team? Well, he I hear you, Doug. He wasn't going somewhere. I'm, he said he wanted ownership. Yeah, I think he that's, said wherever yeah, I go, I want ownership. Yeah, Carlos, he also he's come said, out and said that he didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah, he said he oh, didn't okay, want to play for Chicago. Oh, I didn't hear yeah. that. Okay. He said, definitely said that, but that's what I'm saying. Why? Okay, if they can say that and and basically choose where they want to go, why why can't we? Oh, I think no. he's, he's, not not he's not white, Doug. He's not white, Doug. He's not white. His pedigree that. is different. And his daddy's not Archie Manning. So. Yeah, and the, see, that, that yeah, he too, can't right? say that. Yeah, I think, I think the Mannings, you know, Archie was, Archie was a pro quarterback, and, you know, I think mm-hmm. he carried quite a bit of clout in the league. And John Elway refused to go, but John Elway could have played baseball. You know, he you know he was sort of had the leverage of of doing what Danny Ainge did and just saying I'm going to play baseball. You know, um, so I, I think it's a little bit different, and the fact that he doesn't look like them. So well, I, I am shocked that guys would say that. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, saying that is double standards. Well, that's why you're bringing it up, Doug, because you're, you're upset that everybody would not give him the same grace, um, you know, that being Caleb. Yeah, but yeah Caleb's not going to get the Manning treatment. Yeah, he's not going to get the yeah, Manning yeah, treatment. Just, Nobody's going to. Let's just throw out the ownership stuff. And for them, like you said, 
Elway was the first one that started that stuff, man. And he, right. he said, I'm not playing with him. I think it was a pedigree with the Peyton, with the Mannings. I think it was a pedigree there. They were like, okay. And yeah. then they just wanted, even with Eli. Eli went to the Chargers. He said, no, I'm not going. And then they traded him into hey. New York. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, so, Elway, Elway had the baseball thing as, as a card to play. Mm-hmm. Knowing that he wasn't going to play baseball. Right. <laughs> I, I just want to throw really, that out there. I don't really like the, the, the whole, like, the top of the draft with Williams, May, and then Jalen Daniels. I'm like, I'm, like, afraid to put his skinny behind a quarterback anyway. He looks like he's going to break at any at any moment. He's about to crack an ass. <laughs> but they got He's gonna have they to got, put they on the <laughs> And they don't develop oh, yeah, coming out. Either you hit it or you're out. Yeah, Yeah, so they're looking for these high end athletic quarterbacks to fit the new scheme, you know, mobile quarterbacks that you know, with an arm and arm talent and everything. But they don't develop or work on these guys anymore. Um, no. so you better hit it right away. So, so, so maybe the you know the ninth year Bo Nix is the kind of guy that comes in, has been playing so daggone long, it feels good sitting behind guys out there. I don't know, but you better come hit it really quick nowadays because if not, you see what's happening in Chicago. You know they'll kick you to the side, and I think he's talented. Yeah. I don't know where he, I mean he could play with the Giants. Yeah, I look at I look at Justin Fields, big, strong. He was a drop back passer. Then he ran for almost a thousand yards, right? He had to change yeah. his whole script. And the fact that he could even do that, now you give him some talent. You give him, I mean, out of the the, the top five projected picks, Marvin Harrison or Malik Neighbor from LSU would be where where I think Chicago should go. Not one of these quarterbacks. That's just the way I see it. And just remember, Justin Justin Fields was at University of Georgia, and they told him he wasn't he wasn't next in line, and he had to leave there and go somewhere else to prove himself, and became an NFL quarterback. Um, yeah, yeah, Ohio State. And, and 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 I think Carlos mentioned, and you have to, you know, you we see this with a lot of quarterbacks. You see them have to change up their game. Uh, you know, Lamar, him, stay in the – we need you to be a pocket quarter, you know, quarterback. And I think it hurts them, you know, not being able to come in and be free uh, to use their athletic skills, you know, uh, to, to be a typical quarterback. Um, so I think that hurts these guys. And then by the time they find themselves, maybe it's too late for some of them. Justin Fields absolutely can play. And now, you know, if somebody here may know it, are the quarterbacks coming out, you know, this year that we're talking Caleb and all of them, were they, you know, rated higher than Justin was when he came out? You know, on the scale, I don't know I how know, scale I, they use. But I think Caleb Williams was. The Caleb is, is rated higher? I, that's the only one I, I can imagine because, I mean, everybody wanted him. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You mean out of high school? We, we need more. So tall. No, more yeah, you yeah, take Junior? For the Jets? Yes, I'd take I'd take a, a lame. Well, I'm not gonna say that. 
You know, Mays and his arm, I, I really respect that a lot. He seems to be a better athlete than we usually think of. Um, going second to who? Where, where's Atlanta? Where's Carolina? I don't really know the draft order. Yeah, Washington. Um, so it's Chicago, Washington, Washington, Patriots. Yeah. Chicago, Washington, Patriots. Arizona, Chargers, Giants. I think Drake Giants. May can help, help any of those teams, honestly. Yeah. Because the Patriots are horrible. Yeah. That Jones is horrible. The quarterback with the Giants horrible. Um, so I definitely think Drake the May Titans? could be an improvement. Oh, no. The Titans have theirs. Um, yeah. Like young yeah. man out of yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. Well, like the, like the, the Giants and the Jets need help with that offensive line. That yes, has sir. to go hand in hand. So if you get the, the big stud quarterback, you don't want him to get – Knocked out in the first three games, and you not see him till his third year. Drake Mays, and and I know they like you said, some of them have him going second. I don't I don't know. I watched him. He seems to be a system quarterback. He does everything fairly well. Um, he has to fit in the right system. I think some a lot of people got him going, you know, to Denver, which would probably be really good for him. You know, getting Wilson out there, he'd probably find some favor. Uh, out there, um, I think he. I think he would do well at Denver. I really think he would do well at Denver. It would be a new beginning for the coaching, for the administrators, staff, and everything like that. That would be a good place, and and uh, I, I think they would develop him really well out there. Maybe somewhat similar to what he had when he was uh, a coach with it when he had with, with the Saints. Not quite that talented, but you know, really a player. Um, so I think Drake would, would, would do really well with Denver. I think the pundits are saying they kind of compare him to um, uh, like um, Chargers quarterback, John DeBlanc, his name, Justin uh, Herbert. Herbert, yeah. Yeah, I think they're trying to compare it to him because they're saying that he played in kind of, at Carolina kind of a uh, vanilla system, and which Herbert kind of did too until he – I guess went to the um, when went to the playoffs and then he uh, actually stepped his game up and they opened up the offense a little bit. So you know the the whole you know the whole quarterback thing is you know it's really is a crapshoot. I mean um, you know I know these guys. Obviously you have to have a good quarterback to to win the Super Bowl, but and everyone uh, you know will reach for some guys, but I, you know as much as much as they say Caleb is a, is a can't miss. I'm not sure if that's really a thing anymore. We can't miss quarterback. And then they got Jalen Daniels rated third. I personally like the kid at Washington, Pennick. I like Pennick better than Daniels. Yeah. Gets the ball out quick. Does he throw all the throws? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They have him. I've seen it, and I talked about this. They have him rated fifth or sixth even. I've seen him. I've seen where they had Bo Nix ahead of him. Um, so I don't yeah, understand I, it either. He yeah, gets the I, ball not, out quick. He's left-handed. Yeah. He throws them off. I think he, he'd be interesting. 
know where he. Yeah, I don't know where he plays. So what, what is, I uh, think the quarterback. Where does McCarthy fall in this? Who's that? Who? J.J. McCarthy. Uh, oh wow! Career backup. Uh, he should be, be a first rounder. Seven. He'll be a first yeah. rounder. Yeah, he'll be a mid first. He'll be a I'm career backup. Late. Yeah. McCarthy's gonna be a first rounder. You don't think he will? Yeah. I do. Who's he I going to in the first round? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Where, where's Doc and Larry? Where is he going? Uh, let me see. Uh, the, I'm serious, you want to know? Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Literally, the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Okay. No, and I'm being serious. You know, no, no, I'm being I'm being 100 percent serious about that pick. Uh, he's that JJ kind of McCarthy a guy. to the Cowboys. Just the, yeah, and I'm not saying it's the right fit though. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that's a pick that I I could see the Cowboys and their ownership saying, listen, let's have somebody back in here to back this, back him up. He's you know, uh, I, I could see the Dallas Cowboys picking him up, although they need some other things. Um, but I literally okay, so then I can see the I can see the Eagles picking him up too. That sounds about as smart. <laughs> yeah. As, yeah, I see the Eagles. I, they they should really uh, go after him and have somebody. What's the Cowboys going to do with Trey Lance? They got Trey Lance. Yeah, they still yeah, have Trey Lance. Cowboys need to stop the run. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh man. Uh, on, on a real quick note, uh, you know, uh, for, what's the, uh, the the linebacker's name for the Cowboys? The stud. Um, Number 11. Parsons. Parsons. Yeah, Parsons. Yeah, Parsons. You know, I, I had my heart broken because, you know, I'd always hoped that he'd come back to Philadelphia, and I don't know if he got an opportunity to see. He says he can't play in Philadelphia. He says it's too close to home. That's why he wanted to get out of here. Uh, hmm. So, yeah. So there go my dream Amen, of having bro. him back this way. Yeah, no. But he did. I did see a tweet of his saying something about, about the Washington Commanders. It, he wanted to, to follow Dan Quinn. He That's wants right. to follow Dan Quinn. Wow. Yeah. That's a real lame answer. That's a real lame answer. I can't play at home. That's what he Why said. Why can't you play at home? <laughs> exactly what he said. Uh, too many distractions. Seriously. Carlos, it's 2024, and you're still talking about the Eagles Super Bowl from last year. So, (laughs) (laughs) okay, leave Princess alone. That's a a lame answer. When they were in the Super Bowl, what did Larry just say? I want to confirm that I need to turn his mic off. Say that again, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Go back. We only have to go back a year. I don't. I don't think oh, the there it is. memory goes back that far. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Okay, Larry. I was drawing I just, a comparison to the plays that they ran at the end of yeah. that game last year and this year. So, as as no, you did. Tim pointed you out they, talking they about the referee and the bogus call. You 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 did, but you turned left and started talking about the call that was not called in the Eagles game. That... But, he, but he brought it back well. He brought it back very yeah, well. He, he... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So here's a question. It was good uh, up at, at, 
it, if if everybody had an opportunity for their team, who would they? What what player would they pick? Oh, so like the Jets, I would get like, Joe Alt if possible. You would get Joe Alt. Well, yeah. Okay. Wow, I'm trying to wow, I'm trying to think who Eagles. O line is decent. I would say Trotter to the Eagles. Trotter to the Eagles. Yeah, I do like. I I really like Trotter or 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 Quinnen Mitchell. I think we need really help on the defense real quick. But Trotter or Quinnen, I think, would be my first uh, choice also. Hmm. Larry, I love it when you talk about the, the 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 Eagles. You don't even say. You just say we. Every time. Oh, we, we need. Just, we, oh, we, we, come we. on. Come on now. <laughs> Listen, you, your, your word is petty. Mine is we. <laughs> okay? You don't hide who we are. You are so correct. Did I mention us? You took your shirt off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I, I, would, I would think Dallas would want first. I'm thinking. I'm think really thinking that? maybe a D lineman for Dallas. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like a like a tackle, like a they big need tackle. defensive help. I'm thinking a tackle. They need, they need Chris Jones. Chris, I need Chris Jones to go to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> what about the rumor of Rex Ryan? Doesn't that change that whole defense around? I think they. Mike Zimmer is being hired. Mike Zimmer is being hired. Is he yeah, being hired? Zimmer. Yes. They already did. Yeah, they announced yeah. it today. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's because Dion didn't want to pay him enough. <laughs> <laughs> and Dion Rick, goes Rick, to Cincinnati, the Bengals, and gets somebody, um, what's his name? Langston or something like that? Yeah. So Dion goes to Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals, yeah. All right, Princess, take us out of here. Oh, is it that time already? Um, okay, oh, yeah. all right. Before I, I, I end, I want to say thank you, Nebraska women's basketball, for beating Caitlin Clark in Iowa. And all they were worried about is if Caitlin Clark is going to get enough points um, yeah. to pass yeah. Kelsey Plum. Um, they forgot about mm-hmm. the game, you know, um, <laughs> and she ends up with 31 and needs eight to, to go. And now she has, I do say this, though, she has um, security and, and protection because she's getting a lot of death threats. Come on, people. Oh, I, you yeah. know, come on, people. Yeah. It, it's just, yes. She came in Caitlin with police Clark? and left with police. Caitlin Clark. Why would yeah, you want to her? She came in with two police officers left with two. Caitlin's not black, is she? <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't they just say she got security? Doctor, you know, named Caitlin. She got security. She's in the Midwest, yeah. and for some reason, I think basketball is king, so she's getting some, some death threats. That's that's not necessary. But thank you, Nebraska yeah, women's some... basketball gentlemen. Go ahead, Larry. I know they talked during that game. People were wearing wearing some sort of shirts. I can't remember the Hall of Famer. They were kind of trashing the Hall of Famer. Women's WNBA two-time 
two-time MVP. Anyway, oh, I think her mother. Oh, they were, uh, they were, um, Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl Swoop, because Swoop said yeah. that Caitlin Clark game would not, yeah, would not transition to the WNBA right away. It was Swoop. Right away. That's all she said was right away. Not that it wouldn't transition. Yep. You're correct. Yeah. And, but she also and said Angel Reese, she didn't think would trans, transfer to the WNBA right away. So, but they, yeah. they all they heard was Caitlin Clark. So, yeah. But. So now, now, that's so all right, gentlemen. That's all they wanted to hear. Precious. Yeah. Of course. Of course. I agree with you. Um, and then the standard in women's basketball is not UConn anymore. I do say that. And, and I'm, I'm happy to not. see that, too. Yeah. I know. Like they nice had on. Nice outfit. And like, like Magic Who? Johnson and uh, Larry said when Michael came in the league, it's a new sheriff in time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a new she, sheriff she, in town. Really for, for yeah, she's different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then don't look now. The the men's team here, you know, Columbia needs something to do because they they're not excited that the men's team is is twenty one and three. So uh, we yeah, we need something to do. <laughs> they're pretty good. They really are. They really are. I've got yeah. to see them up close. All right, Tim Moore. Scott Basil, I'm Duck Riley, Larry Tisdale, Carlos Bradley. I appreciate you all. This has been awesome. I couldn't wait to talk to you all after the Super Bowl, um, for sure. You all have a great week. You got too. All right. Be safe, fam. All right. Peace. Go Usher. Never had it so good. Yep. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.